Jason, James, we got everybody together. A little late, thanks to James. He was had a whole rescue mission he was doing. We had a good Samaritan. <laughs> you see that video, Jason? Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Hell of a deal. That's a cool machine. Well, I get yeah, I mean it I guess if it works. When yeah. it works, it's awesome. They're lucky that it floats. So anyway, all the users, we we're gonna do our antenna. I, I I finally recorded this antenna. And Jason's up here, you got a, a something to do with the dog. Yeah, I'm on a road trip with the boys, so we figured we'd swing in and see. Ya. So he's in the shop. And then uh I I got James uh Brad, he was on our first part one and part two of the antenna podcast, but he's over gone in the in his cabin. He didn't have good internet, so he's not able to join us for part three. And, so we settled for James. Yeah, so we settled. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't going to make it. You better was, let him talk. I'm going to tell you right now. You keep inviting James and not letting him talk, him talk, though. He's going to so, say, screw you. So he was going to be late, and he's like, I called him, and he's like, let me call you back. I'm I'm uh, I'm doing firefighter stuff, <laughs> basically. Anyways, take it away, James. What were you doing? Why were you late? Oh, so the... The lake is frozen over right now. Uh, I don't know how much ice is really left there. Not enough to not enough to support that machine. Um, and so there's all these people out ice fishing. Well, this call come through. Uh, somebody had called nine one one and Page's fire department out. And it, when the call originally came through, it said it was a four wheeler, and it was sunk in the middle of the lake. And there was three people on it. And so. That's probably a pretty serious call. I mean, like we were joking now, at least everything's okay, right? Yeah. At first, it sounded like, oh, this isn't going to be any good at all. And so we get down there and and I'm looking at it and I, I still couldn't really even tell what this thing was until we finally got it out of there. It took like two hours, but uh, I get down there and there's three guys standing on a log boom and uh, this machine is completely sunk except for like half of it sticking out of the water and it's high centered on, on a log boom. And so it looked like is they, uh, they were riding out across the ice and it's, it's like an Argo, um, this amphibious sort of vehicle, I guess called a wheel craft, some sort of ice. It does not setup, look, but, um, like I would want to be on this thing in ice. I mean, if I had to describe this thing, it looks like a piece of plywood with four wheels and an, and a go-kart engine. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's really what it looks like. And it sounded like a go-kart engine. It was like <laughs> paddle tires on it, but uh, they, they drove it over, you know, the lakes frozen or the log boom or surrounding this whole kind of boat launch area. Uh, obviously those logs are, you know, they might be froze, but they're still floating. And uh there's three dudes on that thing. Yeah, there's three. Well, at at the point we at the point we hauled them out of there, there was only two. One guy got out uh and walked, but yeah, they uh they drove over the log boom, and so of course the log, you know, sunk and then it broke all the ice out of the way when they <laughs> did that, and it came back up and they were high centered <laughs> on it. And so we pull up and they're just out there. You can, it sounds like a go-kart motor and they're just giving her the onion. I mean, there's water flying all over the place. And I'm like, these guys aren't getting out of here. Wind on it. Yeah. And it's like, son of a bitch. So we ended up getting, uh, we made one of those guys walk in. Cause I was like, man, I, I don't really want to walk out there. And so we had a thousand foot spool of mule tape and, 
had a range finder in the pickup. I looked and they were 100, 140 yards we're off good. shore. I'm like, well, we got enough to get to them. Yeah. We can double up. And uh, so we got the guy, run some mule tape out to him and he tied off to that thing. And that's straight up bear camp stuff right there. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we start pulling him in and the whole time the guy's, like he's clawing at the ice the whole way as we're trying to hoping he could get back up on top of it, you know, and drive himself out. But that wasn't the case. So we break ice the whole way. Huh? Holy cow. Break ice the whole way and ended up moving a pickup down there and snatch blocked off the front of a truck so we could get a better angle at it. And we got him out of there, but yeah, it was a hell of a deal. That's the thing I think with like those machines, like you think about Argos and well, like I said, side by sides with tracks and sleds. They're all really cool until you get stuck. And then it's like this major yeah. ordeal. Well, especially like those side-by-sides on tracks. Like you get one of those things yeah. stuck and no one no one yeah. can come get you. Trust it's me. Like, oh, I like. had that run through my head when we went <laughs> and lost four-wheel drive. Yeah, like you're pretty much screwed. Well, Buddy had that yeah. Suzuki on tracks. And what did you have to go in reverse no, for 16, it 16 miles? But it felt like it. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> legit. I might have thrown 10 miles on the story, but oh, yeah, me and me and Matt, we we had one of that Suzuki and and uh I was going to go over a little snow berm and I broke uh one of them rotation bars. And so if I tried to go forward it wanted to flip the track around, but what you know some redneck stuff it would fly around going backwards and it would land on one of those a bolt. And so I was able to stop the rotation going backwards by, you know, just basically like a wrench almost, you know what I mean? Like a wrench would turn right. around and hit, uh, <laughs> I was hitting a spring or something. It was hitting something solid enough that I'm like, well, that'll work, you know, you know, wrap it up t- t- uh, a little bit and we backed up the whole way. Get creative. <laughs> it's a crappy day. Thanks for reminding me. It's <laughs> a... <laughs> Yeah, last time tried to it. talk me out of tracks on my tracker because that's what I thought. I'll just buy a set of tracks for this thing. I'm in it less than a side by side, you know, and I got like real heat and a real car that I can drive. Yeah, it, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Well, as long as you're okay, fabric, uh, like uh, the guy that bought them from me, I said, as long as you're okay fabricating stuff, you're probably okay. But if you like to tinker and fabricate and figure stuff out, like great, if you don't. This ain't the way for you. No. You know I mean, like, you got to be ready to break something and then figure out how to make it stronger. <laughs> By the end of it, you're going to have a tank. No. And hopefully, you know the guy that drives the snowcat from the county <laughs> so they can come get you and drag you out of there. Yeah, because we can't afford the $200,000 snowcats. We're trying to do it in the, the, <laughs> the, the $5,000 yeah. crap uh, box. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, no, I think I'm going to go beadlocks and just air down. That's what everybody keeps saying. That's the way to go. You drop down to like, you know, one pound of air and it's amazing what you can do with like one pound of air. Like that, that shop Jeep that I had, uh, with the back of it cut mm-hmm. off, you could air that thing down to, you know, I always went to about three pounds, but with three pounds of air in that, I could go way further than any Toyota that was chained up all the way around. Yeah. Really? Surprisingly. And I, I really prefer Toyotas, but that Jeep air down would go places that I really didn't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know a guy that got his truck stuck in December, and I don't think they got it out until, oh, probably April or May. They they took a track side-by-side up in there, 
and the snow was up to the roof on the truck and they were able to dig it out and get his stuff out but that truck sat there for months <laughs> yeah that's right wow. well let's get to the antenna part we've talked enough about st- other stuff which we can keep going but um you guys both before we talk about the the big test that i did which i was yesterday I don't know if I talked to you, James, but I talked to Jason. I thought I was going to have to redo this test because I thought something went wrong. And we'll talk about that. But before we get to that, you guys both got these new antennas, the stubby antenna. The I just got it, yeah. James, you're about the only one that has messed with that tactical flip in the stubby antenna this morning. You kind of did a little bit of playing. Thank you. Tell me what you thought on on those two. It is, this is all pre- pre- preliminary um i was i'm not sure on those tacticals i i I brought them in to test them out a little bit but i want to be real clear with people i do not like any antenna we sell i'm not i'm never like oh this is going to be the best antenna you're going to get two miles blah 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 i think some of these antennas are good and i think they all should be about the same but the 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 tactical flip i have not i actually messed with it with della today We, we took her for a little walk she did some some sh- small stuff, but I never got more than four or 500 yards away from her. And that was basically after I talked to James and I was like, Oh, I better at least check this before we, we have them on the website. But what did you do this morning, James? Um, so I went ahead and I just, I turned a couple collars on and uh, actually just threw them out in my front yard and left them in the yard. And I started with that small stubby antenna, the new one. Yeah. Um, and, basically drove until you know i lost it and where did then, you lose uh, it at the first time so the first time i with that short stubby antenna i ended up going uh 1.1 miles and it tracked it that whole way and then i did lose it there um and once i lost it i had to come back to about within 700 yards to pick yeah. it back up but uh initially i mean it went it went way, way further than I expected it to for that short little thing. Um, it's shorter than the factory short range. It's about the same, pretty close to the same length. Yeah. It looks at first I thought it was going to be shorter too, but side by side, they're about the oh, same. Really? I tried a couple of those and they both worked um, right hand in hand with each other about the same. I hope those work really good because... Um, well, I guess if they're not much shorter than the factory, but hopefully they're better than the factory stubby. Yeah. They seem to be in my, I mean, from what I did this morning, they seem to be better than the short factory antenna. And actually, uh, in, in my opinion, I think they are actually better than from, from the initial testing I've done, they're better than that tactical. And I'll say one point that is for a lot of people, it's important is they're made in the USA, which that's a, we yeah. need to make sure we and they're five eighths antenna too, aren't they? Not those. I no. don't think that was tall uh, long enough that they couldn't get a five weights wave on it. So the full slim the full duck, duck. There's another rubber duck from Smiley. That's a five eighths wave antenna. the The short rubber ducks are not. They're probably a quarter wave. Which most of the antennas on the handheld, I think, are all quarter wave stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I asked Garmin. They never got back to me, but I was like, man, could I get the specs on your antenna? And so I don't know if they don't know it or don't have it or whatever, but I was wanting to see if it was a five eighths wave or quarter wave and what the gains were. And I never got a response back, but um, I think most of the handheld antennas are 
uh, quarter wave antennas. The smiley rubber duck is a five eighths wave antenna for sure. And that used to be called the long range rubber duck on our website. And this week I had, I had the girls change it to a five eighths wave so that people will know that that's the it's antenna different. we're talking about. But they're both that and the short one are both made same in the USA. Company. Same company, USA. Yeah. Those are the only two antennas that are made in the USA that we have. Yeah, and they, they seem to be really good quality. Um, that's probably what I'm gonna use from here on out. Um I had really high hopes for that tactical. I know one. you were disappointed. Uh, <laughs> is that the tape measure one? <laughs> the tape measure one, yeah. Yeah, and I, I tried a couple different ways, and actually, I, I have two of them sitting here, and so I played with both of them, and the one worked better than the other mm-hmm. one did, um, but it still was not that impressive, and it, it, I finally got one of them to pick up at a mile, um, but a real easy kind of almost line of sight mile that I could, I mean, I could yeah. see basically where that collar was mm-hmm. sitting, Um and then as soon as I f- went to fold the antenna in half, yeah. I lose it. The problem and, I think with that one, and I, I, like I said, I seen it, and I've seen other other companies, other hound companies offer those types, and so I kind of thought they were vetted a little bit better. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, hopefully they work better. It's a really wide. Yeah, bandwidth. hopefully they're better than what you've seen. I don't know, but I don't want to overpromise anything to anybody. I think they'll be somewhat durable. I kind of think that. After a while, if they bend in the same spot, I'm already noticing mine wants to kind of flop over. And, and probably because I just play with the damn thing all day. When I have it in my hand, I'm always clicking that thing like a tape measure. <laughs> like a Tritronics toggle switch, man. Right, million right. miles. <laughs> exactly. You just, you, like you're wearing it out just sitting in your hand. But um, it's like like James just said, it's it's a wide band. It's like 136. I don't have one in my hand. Do you have one with you, James? One. 136 to 530. 530 megahertz. So it's like really wide. So the base of that antenna has to have some kind of, I don't know what they do to get that wide band or that dual band, but it's got to have like an inductor or some kind of mechanism that I don't think is helping performance. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I had really high hopes and I was hoping that was going to be the one I would carry with me all the time. And I'm, we'll see. Luckily we, we didn't, I didn't go all in. I think I had 400 of them on the order. And then I was like, you know what? I better just cut that down to hundred to make sure they're good before we go all in. So cool concept. I mean, like for the right person, I can see how they're all right. So it might be what we do. If we don't see really good performance on them, Jason, we might discount those pretty good for people that want to try them with, with low expectations and then ask them to report back to us. And you know, the, the one thing that I didn't try that I probably should have tried and will try is, uh, you know, like we talked about, it seems like you're, if you pick up, you know, say you turn your collars on to the pickup and you start tracking all your dogs right there. It seems like if you're initially tracking them at that close distance, it's easier to continue to track them at a further distance than it is to lose them and then right. get them back. Um, and so that's something that I do still need to try is, you know, have it hook up, you know, close range and, and then take off down the road and see kind of what, yeah, what it does is a fair comparison, at least to that small one. Cause that's, that's how I started with that short one. And, um, yeah, I think you, for whatever reason, and maybe it's I'm easier crazy, to hold, it I think, seem like it is to pick up. By a yeah. 
Exactly. Okay. So that covers the handheld antennas that we just added on our website. Um, we do have now edge mount antennas on our website, which are just different <laughs> mounts. <laughs> that only took a year. Yeah. It was like out of stock for a year. We couldn't get them hardly anywhere. So we have edge mounts. We only got a handful of them for the first one. But um, so anybody that likes the edge mount, we have those in stock now. And, and if, if we run out, we'll have them back. We have more coming on on the boat so well so, you know three four weeks so um, slow down the edge more. mount is it clamshells over the edge of the hood right yeah they some used to call it, it some people called a trunk mount like for a car mm -hmm. you'd go over the edge of the trunk like clamshells around it yeah instead of having to drill holes and screw your fender mount in or yep. on a magnet you can put it on a hood um yeah just different places you can put it it would go up and, and anyways um and then the triple mount battery or not batteries magnets um we're gonna have those those are not here yet for for the ones without the uh the ground plane so we have some of these ground plane antennas in stock now uh the ones that we are going to talk about the the results here and then a lot of the comments i got jason um were that they just like the the magnets of those those setups, those triple mount right. magnets, triple mag, and so they're like, I, I I seen a couple people message me or comment me and go, buddy, these these magnets are awesome, and so we do have plenty of the magnets coming with just a regular antenna base, so you don't have to run the the ground plane if you don't want. So so we'll be able to supply the triple mount base with or without a ground plane um the hard part and why we don't have more of them is because to fly into airship magnets are a, a bitch on a plane and so that's the hardest part of, is getting all those magnets in small quantities that they'd let the airplane take them so we had to we had to be really strategic on what made the air shipment and what makes the the boat shipment so um Unfortunately, we don't have the triple mount batter or magnets without the ground plane, at least for another three or four weeks. So, anyways, on those uh, on those triple mount magnets, can you only mount one antenna? Yes. Yeah, it just has an NMO in the middle. But basically, it just has one. Okay. All it is. I see where James is going, though. Yeah, have your double for your God radio. Dang it, I just for... got one. Now I just got one, James, and now you're already come on, to come up with another. Okay, I'll work on that. Okay, if you could, you know what I mean. Then you could run your radio antenna and your Garmin antenna off of one base. Yeah, I just don't know how close they'd be. If, well, within six it, inches, yeah, probably. I, yeah, that's they true. Might be pretty close. Um, that might all right, be I'm going to do a screen guess. share. Jason, man, he shifts gears fast. Are we? Jason. It's like <laughs> audio and video are being recorded. So, uh, imagine no, I care. <laughs> it's a bad deal. I only understand him because I spent six years trying to. <laughs> Hopefully, this is recording our screen. James, can you see the screen? I can see the screen. Okay, yeah. let me see if I can make Looks this like a Christmas tree over here. Um. I want to make sure that this is recording. Okay. Yeah. So here is the, the results of this test. So if you can see, 
Now, which test? This is the test between the, between the browning, the, the browning antenna that we've sold that forever. We, we've sold forever, and you know it's a five eighths wave magnet mount antenna, and and again it's browning. We've sold them in different. You know, we've sold tram, we sold browning, we sold other ones. You know, we've always had just a five eighths wave antenna. So, what we had was a browning. That's what we've been selling, and um, you know. It, we're going to use that name, the Browning antenna. The other antenna that I wanted to test was a hound recovery. They call it the Extenda antenna or the hound recovery antenna. Um, this is a, a trip. It has a triple magnet on the bottom, and then it has those four ground radials that come out the side. Um, they've been a really popular antenna on the website for a couple of years. We've already talked about the history of that. If you haven't heard some of that we can go back in, in part one or part two, but basically those two antennas, it's like there's a big battle on the internet for those two antennas. It's like, you know, you, you see these forums or these Facebook groups, which and it's like, better? you know, which one's better. And, and so what I wanted to do was just do a, a controlled test, put both of those antennas and, and, and try to, stress out the collars as best I could. And so what I did is I parked my truck. So I'm on a snowmobile and uh, I put those antennas on top of my truck. I had two brand new alpha 100s. Uh, I used the alpha 100 because I kind of feel like sometimes these alpha 200s don't get as good a range. And so I've just seen um, discrepancy between alpha 200s where it seems like and and. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. Yeah, I, I just think that. You know, yeah. I, I've I've told Garmin this, but I just don't have confidence that I could t put two Alpha 200 side by side, and one's not going to do better than the other. I just, right. Yeah. You know, with the Alpha 100s, that still could be the same thing. I mean, that that could be a true statement for Alpha 100s, but I just seen there was more. It seemed like there was more consistency with the Alpha 100s. So I was like, <laughs> "That's what 12 years will get you of updates." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, man, this thing's 10, 12 years old. And these so, are just random, right? I mean, like you just grabbed. Two. Random antennas. Yep. You grabbed. Like you grab, didn't fine tune these. I couldn't random. I, I mean, I had. Uh, I we had a person send us an antenna. I checked them. They, they, you know, these are. This is what was on my truck. My Browning. I. I never did trim. I don't think. I. Uh, I did the SWR test on them. They were both like decent, right? So the my. Neither one of these I I touched. So. The only thing I can tell you is they're both placed on top of my truck. They were placed. I have a, a sunroof or whatever you call it, a big freaking moonroofs in, in my truck. It's that huge glass. I wish the rainmaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I'm not going to break that thing. I thought whenever I seen it anyways, and my truck is aluminum. So I don't have a really good magnetic mount. And this is one of the problems that's been hard for me to test is because I had to haul these antennas inside and then set them up. So, no, no, no kidding. I'm sitting there. I got my hood popped because I'm trying to take my antenna off to put up. And I got guys coming up like, are you okay? Your, your hood's, I'm like, oh, I'm just, just, just geeking out over here. Like I got to put this antenna, whatever. So I'm here, you know, trying to get my snowmobile. People are coming up to me, making sure I'm okay because my hood's lifted. I'm trying to pull that antenna out of my front bumper. So all that to say, they're sitting on a glass window. And I was talking to James and I'm like, I don't know if that glass, you know, Maybe the the ground plane 
you know, if there's any differences, I don't know if the ground plane helps on the glass or not. I don't know. So I was like, well, and the other thing, um, the way my truck was parked, I had to put one antenna kind of on the back of my truck, which is pointing towards the area I was going to hunt and one antenna on the front of my truck, which is away from the area I I hunt. So essentially, if you can, if you can see and zoom in, let me see if I, um, if, if you can see right here, you, you you see my screen, right? If I drop two, um, I got to look and make sure I got this right. So here's the, I would say my truck, I have one antenna here and then one antenna. And again, this is not, uh, not to scale, but it just gives you an idea if you look at where those antennas were on my truck. So if I, they're within eight feet of each other, though. No, not eight feet. These these are not actual points. Like, my truck's parked right here. I'm just zoomed out so you can see that if this is my truck and it's, oh. it's parked like this, the, the nose of my truck's right here, the tail's right here. And if I zoom out, you can see the area that the dogs were at. Oh, we're off of one side of one, the truck. And this antenna, the closest antenna to the dogs was the hound recovery antenna because I felt that if there was going to be an advantage that I was going to give – I wanted to give it to that antenna just because we sell the browning. And so j- just to be clear, I put the <laughs> now we hound- sell both, <laughs> but now we do. Now we sell both. <laughs> so I'm like, well, so, and the, the profits are better on that antenna <laughs> <laughs> way better. But, but anyway, so I wanted to give the advantage to the hound recovery antenna. So any signal, I won't say any signal, but most every signal that came from the dogs had to pass by the hound recovery to get to the browning. So um, maybe a, a guy could, you know, if, if Browning's listening to this and they want to defend their antenna, I don't care which one wins. But if, if Browning loses, Browning could say, well, we were at a disadvantage. I just didn't want to have that for the other one. So I didn't want to be like, well, we set it up so that Browning would win. So let's take a look. It, what we got here. So first, this is the track that I ran. So here's my truck. This is where the truck was. And I drove, I actually rode my dogs this time. And I rode them about five miles. I think I rode them out to about here. So I rode them out this road. And I took another road, which goes around this hill. There's a, there's a mountain right in here, a little uh, a hill right here. So I took them around this hill, which I, I figured out would stress the, the connection out. I come down through here to a valley, and then I turned down this canyon here, and I and I rode them out this canyon, and then about over here, I ended up putting them in the in the sled. So I rode them from this point all the way to about right in here somewhere. Okay, because I figured, I mean, that, that's a, a long ways. That's a ways, yeah. Uh, that I, I'll tell you how far that was. When I was looking at my GPS, I was like, I wanted to be. So I was like, you know, seven miles away from my truck whenever I finally was like, okay, I can put them in the dogs. Line of sight. miles. That's a long freaking way compared to seven miles. I I rode those dogs about 10 miles, right? It wasn't really good conditions to hunt. So I was like, well, we're going to just do this test. Don't tell my wife how far I rode those dogs because she, first thing she asked me when I got back was, did you take it easy on her feet? How'd you fart? You rode these dogs. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Six, six, seven miles. But anyways, I wanted to make sure that the, 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 the collars were out of the. They weren't in an uh, aluminum box. So um, the other thing, Sadie is is my dog, and she rides in my lap on the snowmobile. So I had four hounds, which would be Andy, Shy, uh, Shelby, and Della. 
and and then I had Sadie, and Sadie was always out of the box, right? So there were times where I put the uh, the the big dogs in a box and kind of rode some areas and looked for a track, and then I also paired my handheld that was on my snowmobile, and it just has the short rubber duck, the stock short rubber duck Garmin antenna. Um, I I. I, I know how, how guys are telling me, what antenna do you use? I'm like, whatever's on my system. Like that's <laughs> whatever's on it when I grab it. <laughs> right. And right now it's got that stupid short rubber duck one. Probably the worst antenna. Some people love no, it. Some people hate. Clarify. You just said rubber duck factory. The VHF, factory one. Yes. The one the from Garmin. The duck. one from Garmin. And and uh, if if I wasn't lazy and we don't keep running out of those smiley ones, I would probably run the five eights wave. That would probably be my favorite antenna to run. What happens is, is I always lose them. I, and, and so I always just grab what I got to get. So anyways, or the, or the 14 inch flexible. One of my, one of my uh, backup alphas has a 14 inch flexible, but the one I've been using and carrying has that short one on it right now. Okay. So that kind of lays out the track, right? You can kind of see where the antennas are. I tried to give the advantage. It's not much of an advantage when we're talking, they're probably three feet apart on my truck. You know, one's on the on the glass on my moonroof in the back and one's on the, the glass on the moonroof in the front. I think the one in the back is more towards the driver's side a little bit. And the one on the front is towards the passenger side a little bit so that I didn't have any antenna directly behind it. But it, you know, if that, that kind of makes sense. All right. Makes sense, James, I just kind of laid it out. All right. So the first, yep. and, and like I said, the farthest point, uh, I'll, before we even start, the farthest point I traveled, if I go here and uh, I measure from that truck, 7.6 miles. miles. I, I pretty much went 7.6 miles away from my truck is, is the point where I turned around. Because at this point, I'd have to come around and come in the, the way the road, road goes. So anyways, so if I look at, uh, let's look at, we'll just start with the dog, Andy. Um, I'm going to start with all of them here. So this is, this is all of them right here. It's kind of confusing. I post this on the, on the Facebook, but you can see we had points where we lost, lost communication. So all of the callers kind of lost communication through this section right the here. Same spot. Yeah. And, and that's why I put this butte here is because that's behind a mountain. You know, basically there's a mountain that I kind of went around. And so that's fairly typical what I would expect. Um, this right here from my truck to this point was 3.3 miles. So, so about that corner where, where I came in here and I turned, um, is I lost them. I didn't track them. So I can see that one antenna right here picked it up in the middle. So shy is an X collar. And so you can see all of the collars. Um, when I look at this, uh, this screen here, and if you're listening to this podcast, we're going to post the video on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So if you want to watch this instead of listen to it, please do. So behind that mountain, I only really picked up, well, I did get two here. I saw I got one green right here pickup. And then if I look at this one, shy got picked up. Okay. So you can see the green is one antenna. It says uh, shy X right here. So that's the X caller. And, and the other one, the red has HRA for hound recovery antenna. So, 
So let's just look at size now because I can see right here. They both tracked almost exactly the same. Yeah. The green one, which would be the browning, looks like it didn't track as good through this little section right here. See how this red one is more of a curve and the green one is more straight line. And you're up, just so everybody knows, update rates were all the same. This right? is the same collar. The red and the green are the exact same collar. It's a different, different handheld, different antenna on a different handheld. So, so I, I'm going to give this little area right here. I'm going to give the hound recovery the win. It tracked through this little curve right here. It stay. It kept all these points on shy. So it, and and I'll tell you how far away this was for the user listening. At 1.7 miles. At 1.5 miles. At 1.8 miles. The, the browning antenna lost quite a few points through this turn. Okay. So clear win right here for the hound recovery. The hound recovery, I can see a lot of points here with the hound recovery antenna with the ground plane. I mean, we got to stop saying hound recovery because you can buy this at W also. But anyways, I was testing the hound recovery antenna. So that's what I'm going to use was, was clearly winning right here. This is, this is good for the hound recovery. It's like a, Less than a thousand foot stretch of road, right? Yep. Wouldn't you say? I mean, it's not like it's a thousand. I can tell you how far this little section right here from here to maybe half a mile half for point, half yeah. a mile. Um, it just held it. I, I, there's no other way to explain it. It, it just held, held better. these better. So, um, but the, it, the, the other antenna knew it was there. I mean, it was close enough that it's close to that road. They both tracked out here, so they both hit it. it uh, this three point two miles before they turn, so so I can see both of them knows that it turned here. Uh, each antenna right here on this little it was like a little corner right here. Both these antennas picked up. I can tell you where it was just for a, a second. You know, neither one of them tracked really good on this back stretch, but uh, the Browning antenna tracked it at three point five miles and pinged a point. And the hound recovery antenna got 3.5 miles. And that's on the picking back up. Like yep. they both drop service. Yep. That's picking them back yep. up. They went all through this five. area and, and, and you would have been blind on where your dog was. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're right there. So, and then that's the hound recovery good. picked up at three miles here. And you can see it made this little corner right here that I, I went on. So the hound recovery grabbed this little spot right here, which is closer. But the browning picked up at 3.2. Again, the hound recovery was tracking already. So looking at this, uh, I need to X out of this. So this little section right here, um, and, and again here, hound recovery clearly, that, that the antenna with the ground plane clearly tracked a little bit better through this area right here. So yeah, I, I, I would say the hound recovery definitely uh, tracked this collar better and more consistent. If I looked here, I can see both of these collars hit this point right here. So this is the furthest point that this collar tracked from my truck. Which is insane. Both collars, I'm going to measure from here to here, 7.7 .7 miles. Both collars registered that, or both antennas registered that at 7.7 .7 miles. And that's with an elevation gain in between. You had a, a yep. butte in there between them. Mm -hmm. And um, if I look at, let me turn my actual track on for a second here. So I can see you guys will have to, all you listeners, where. you got to check this video out. It'll make a lot more sense. Yep. 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 So but, shy. 
So, okay. So, yeah, right here is a, this is the last place I tracked them was right here, 7.7 miles. I went down here, loaded the dogs up, and 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 continued on. So, at this point, are they in the truck, or are they still rode? It's a snowmobile. So, now that they're in the snowmobile. So, at that point, I honestly, when I, I rode them out, I was like, dude, I'm so far away from this thing. There's no way I'm tracking them out here. So, I'm, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm really surprised that I was tracking that far when I got back home. So I, um, so we'll have a dog that's out. So these now shy's in a box through this area right here. Um, so I would expect it not to track good because it's in a, in a metal box. Right. right? So, so I'm not going to, it, it would attract better through this little section. But when I, when I took them out of the box over here, you can see they both instantly picked up at 4.7 miles. So as soon as I let them back out of the box, cause I got on this ridge and I'm like, okay, I'm probably, you know, four. I figured I was five, four, four or five miles away from the truck. I'm like, I should be far enough away that I just won't pick them up right away. And it did. And it did. Both of them. Both of them. And I'm like, I didn't know this at the time because you got to think, I am i can't see the results. I mean, they're the, in the truck. They're the in the truck parts. five miles, 4.7 miles away. I'm just looking at my GPS going, okay, I want to road my dogs back towards my truck so that I can see where they pick up. And they both picked up the same spot. 4.7 miles, they both picked up. What about Sadie through that section? We will look at that. Let's look at that next here in a minute. Anyway, so I, I run them through here and uh, Shy's collar. So right in here, I loaded them back up about right here. Um, but Shy's collar, I took off of Shy because I, 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 I didn't want to kill these dogs. <laughs> Rode them back in 10 more miles. I was like, oh, there's the no way snow? in the, the snow. So when I put them back in the, the dog box for Shy and I think I think it was Shelby. I, I I'll, I can look at this data and you can see which dogs I, I didn't, but two collars I took off the dogs and put them on top of my pack so that they were outside the dog box and they would track. And you can see that they tracked fairly good through here. Um, again, I'm going to give, looking at this, I'm going to say the ground plane antenna did good. Clear winner. Like it, uh, it wasn't like a blowout. You know what I mean? It's not enough that... Um, I wouldn't have known where my dogs were. I was going to say, it's kind of weird. Like you say clear winter and I see why you're saying that. But at the same time, like an average hunting like situation, it's the fine points that are missing between the two. The yes. hunter recovery definitely kept more closer fine points. But the overall track really is dang near identical, like farthest points away when they pick back up. If you wanted to sit back away from your dog at three miles and you wanted to see what that dog like going around the exact trail, like there's some points through here that it's just going to pick up more points. You're going to see more detail. So um, let's look at a couple other ones before we look at uh, before we look at Sadie. So 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 shy was a good one. So let's just take a look at Andy again. Definitely if I identical. if I tag so shy definitely got a further point. Andy's furthest point that either antenna registered, if I measure it. So, so this is another X caller, was 5.7 miles. Uh, she actually yeah. picked up earlier. So, you remember Shy was before 4. you even let her out of a box, she picked up. Yeah, remember? Um, well, I don't know if I, where I let him out, but maybe I let him out here. So, uh, 5.1 miles is where she first picked up, where I, where I kicked him out and started roading him back. Um, let me take a look at, we can zoom in on some of this again. I'm, I'm going to give the red a win right here. 
it's just tracking more consistent. So that's that's good. Whoops. Um, they both kind of lost it at the same spot, 3.2 miles, where they lost it for good. They both know. You can see this corner. So yeah, that knows, corner's better. It knows sure. the corner. Yeah, so the both of them made this corner, whereas last time the other one didn't. They both went on this road here. Neither one looks good, to be honest with you. There's a lot of skipped points on mm -hmm. on them, but I probably would give the red just a little bit better of an advantage there, which is the, the ground plane. They both lost at the same point, which is we measured that. It was like five point or seven point five point eight miles is is there we go. where we lost them. So um one one went five point nine miles. So the Browning went five point eight miles before it lost it. And the uh the ground plane went five point nine miles. So again, definitely if you were counting point one miles. At five miles, five point nine miles. I don't know what what percentage that is. Three percent, four percent. Ground plane wins. All right, here's Della. Uh, again, she tracked out to that three point three miles. Again, I see this ground plane tracked a little bit better right what, there. What kind of terrain is that right there? It's the same spot every time that that hound recovery does um, outperform it. Is it just like a cut bank on that side of the hill? Maybe I don't think so. I don't think there's anything major there. There's a, there's a there's a, a ridge right here, so you're kind of going around a ridge, I think. But May, it's got to be something. Cause it's the same. I'd have spot. to look, but I'm not going to turn on too much detail because I don't want to give my spots away. <laughs> um. But yeah, there, there's a mountain right here, so so I think that ridge might go out there. So maybe there's something there happening. That uh, clearly nothing tracked in the middle here, you know, behind this mountain. And the hound recovery did pick up this corner, and you can see it started tracking a little bit before before the Browning. Um, neither one of these look really good, but. I'm gonna if I had to declare a winner on this one, I'm definitely gonna give the ground plane another win on this one. Yeah. I mean that I, I don't see any other way. Who's left? Shelby? Shelby and then Sadie. I don't have Shelby's on here. Well, I'm not gonna worry about Shady. Let's just go to my handheld. So my handheld, which is uh my alpha two hundred, and uh you can see here. I always thought tracking handhelds was weird, but I think it's like 30 second updates or whatever. Um, a lot more sloppier. The callers definitely send out better signals, I think, because they send out every two and a half seconds or five seconds. And so there's more points. Um, the, uh, the green would be the Browning antenna lost earlier. Um, that same spot, too. Yeah. And then. Uh, the hound uh, the ground plane or hound recovery did go out a little bit further when it lost it. But if you look here, this is a clear winner on the Browning right here. See that that Browning picked it up out here where the hound recovery or the ground plane antenna. So if I looked at this one, I would say the, the ground plane antenna attracted to 4.7 miles and 5.3 miles is what we got out of the Browning antenna. That's another half. So this area right here, Browning clearly won. This area right here, uh, 3.1 versus 2.0. That would be a win on um, the ground plane. 
so there, again, I look at it and I go, man, maybe a wash. You know what I mean? Your win here. Some sometimes the other one wins. Sometimes this one wins. So here's the dog I want to look at because this is the dog that was out all the time. They're both better than I expected. Is that bad to say? Like, yeah, yeah. In my country, like you don't get much more than a couple miles. I mean, tops with a roof mount, even it yeah. seems like. So I was pretty surprised. So this is interesting. Sadie, who's in my lap, only tracked out to one point three miles before we lost her. Now she's running a mini collar. And and then two miles um, was when the, the ground plane antenna tractor. So I'd give the, the wind to the ground plane. Both of them kind of tracked it spotty through this curve. Boom, boom, boom. Right? They're but both tied in. some even. Yep. And then. Um, That's a big difference. Yep. It, it, the, the ground plane picked up a couple spots on this outer loop here that one which, must be a flyer point huh yeah so so uh this is sadie right here so yeah which is it picked her up over here so i'm gonna say the uh the ground plane won like honestly like i'm i'm i don't think there's any way it wasn't like a knockout you know this wasn't what you see on the internet, like, oh, the, the Browning only tracked three miles and the the Hound Recovery tracks 14 miles or seven miles. You know what I mean? Like The distance wasn't really all that much difference, really. It was the fine tracking between point A and point B, yep, right, is what exactly. I'm saying. It, it picked up more points. Right, more tracking points per mile of distance. I don't yep. know. Distance traveled. Yep. So I wouldn't have seen it if – if you didn't look at it with five callers and the same, you know what I mean? And I guess the, I'm going to have to try You're like, how do you eat crow, man? <laughs> <laughs> with garlic, <laughs> garlic, <laughs> barbecue, deep fry that crap, man. It's good. Yeah. Barbecue. Trying to cook some up now and it's not tasting good. So is there another way to eat this stuff? Oh, um, man. Uh, you know, so uh, if, if I was, if I was a, a, a Browning fanboy, and I'm just going to put my, my Browning fanboy, and I'll be like, I'm going to try and defend the Browning guys. I love that you refer to yourself as a fanboy. That's yeah, awesome. I'm not. But <laughs> if I was, I would have to say, so if this would have been the other way around, okay, if, if let me just put it this way. If Browning would have won, and if, I, if the antennas were swapped, if I didn't know, I would be like, okay, the antenna in front won. So... I would rerun this test. If 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 I put the the hound recovery antenna towards the front of my truck so it was behind the dogs and I put the browning in front and the browning outperformed the hound recovery, I would have to do I would I would want to do a retest and I'd switch positions. I'm not going to do that. Like I don't care. The hound recovery was was probably at the advantage for the setup right over the browning. And so maybe if I, if I had to try to defend and I was like, oh, I'm going to just, it's like when you get to a, a slick tree and you're like, it could be up there. <laughs> somewhere. It's up there it's somewhere. It's up there somewhere. I know it's there. <laughs> like that snag, it's, it's a hollow log. I mean, I don't know what. It's flattened out. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a hollow one. I, I'm pretty sure it's in there. 
that's probably, you know, if I, if I had to like, if it really hurt my feelings, I would be like, well, the Browning was a little bit of a disadvantage, but I set it up that way. Cause I didn't want to disadvantage the other side. You know what I mean? I wanted to make sure that I gave a fair chance and I gave any advantage that I could to the ground plane style antenna. And it clearly won. I mean, clearly like I, I look at it and it's not night and day. I can tell you, I'm still, you're not going to see me run this antenna. <laughs> like it's, I, I still think it's an ugly antenna. Um, and I don't see enough improvement of tracking that I, I would need to run it. I, I mean, I look at this and go, I would know where my dogs are with either antenna just fine. And I would easily be able to get over to where my dogs are and pick them up. Oh, for sure. Like you said, they both performed. It's just that fine tracking and like that one section of road. If people go back and they look at this video, you'll see what we're talking about. You know, the overall 30,000 foot view, like they both did really well. Yeah. But the fine tuning, definitely. There's There are way more track points with that hound recovery, yeah. hound plane style. There are. Well, I also wonder though, I mean, how much does the collar play into that also? Because you always have, you know, you always have those collars that seem, at least I do, you have, you know, collars that pick up faster. You have collars that seem to track or, further. Um, the other thing I was thinking is you look at those dogs in the box compared to Sadie's, like is Sadie's being that close to the snowmobile and like all the electronics from that affecting it? Or you think it was more the mini collar that made the difference? Buddy? Well, I, if I looked at this and, and the only real place that Sadie uh, outperformed everything was right through this section right here. And, right. and I would attribute that to the fact that she's sitting on my lap where my dogs are sitting in my box. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would, I would bet good money. That if I was roading my dogs through this section, you would have had them. I would have had them, and if I had to gamble after looking at this, I'd probably say the ground plane did a little better. Oh like, yeah, like I, I just would if I if I, I like money better than I do crow. <laughs> so I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet against the Browning antenna. So, um, what I what I don't know is if the difference is in the way again, the way I put them on my truck. If I would have switched and put, so this is the, the hound, I call it the HRA antenna, hound recovery antenna. And this would have been, come on. And this one would have been the Browning antenna. I, what I don't know is if I would have put the Browning on this side so that all of this data has to go to the Browning first and Maybe that antenna shielded. It. I don't, I don't Do you know. Think, you know what I mean? Like, though, I mean, really, like, I'm not a smart enough guy to tell you that it wouldn't. But to me, like, I, I can't understand how it would make that much of a difference having one whip three feet closer in a line of sight than the other one. Like, I, I just know I had guys telling me that if you put them too close, it affects the antenna. And, and, and what they were telling me was, Honestly, they were telling me because they were worried that I think they were concerned that I was going to say the Browning antenna did better because blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I think, I think their concern was is, um, and I don't remember who it was. I was on Facebook and they were like, well, if they're together, that affects it. And I'm like, 
Well, which antenna does it affect? Well, yeah, because you if you don't have them side by side, you can't do a real comparison. Like, let's cut the crap. Right. Yeah, like, I, who cares? We don't care which one did better, really. Like, do we? <laughs> I mean, it's just an honest, blind test. <laughs> Not at this point. Selling both. <laughs> yeah. I don't care which one you, you buy. Um, but it's interesting. It was. But you get a good deal on the one that did better. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, are they on the website? 10% off right now through the end of the month. Yeah. I, I think it's the end of the month. But um, so they're 120 and 10% off is. So I think you can get it for like 108 right now with the ground plane shipped triple magna antenna. Uh, I'd it's like have to say. 15 foot of coax, right? 18, 18, 18 foot yep. cable. And uh, a, a good antenna. Like both of these antennas are good antennas, but if you're a guy in this situation, if you want hardcore data that one did better than the other, right on this test, the the ground plane antenna did win. If and maybe what I mean, I don't want to do this again, and I don't want to do another <laughs> podcast. And it was actually kind of difficult to get enough time and, and to do this setup, and I can't road my dogs that far again. So. Um, <laughs> Like, I really would just want to go hunt. You know right. what I mean? So, like, this was just a crappy day that it was raining, and I never did find a track. And so I never even got um, to turn loose and go hunt and get distracted on this day. So I actually made the whole loop. But um, I would switch positions and rerun it. But I, I'm not going to do that. I don't that. think you'd see much difference. I'm not going to do that. Um, there you have it. I I lost my, my antenna, the, the one that I, I try to defend and – and say is the best. I have to. I have to declare that I lost, and I don't know what that means. We got. I got to eat crow. I do know though. For that little bit of advantage, I don't want to be running around looking like ET. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, your your key points. I mean, really, there is not. When you look at all these, those are all of them stacked, aren't they, buddy? That you're showing yep, right now. Yep, that's everything. When you really look at that. I mean, come on, you, you know, the end goal and the end data. Anywhere you see blue is a spot where you were not tracking dogs with, with either one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's so, like the overall picture as people look at this. Like we said, it's the fine points. Like you're going to you'd find your dogs with either one of them antennas. Mm-hmm. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> if not, there's a serious issue. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not related yeah. to the antenna. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's either antenna is giving you plenty of distance. There's no knockout. There's no you, you know what, Jason, I, I think I talked to you on the way home yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had a situation, James, I don't know if I talked to you or not, but I, I think I did. I told you when I got back to my truck and I looked at the alpha screen, um the this browning antenna. Show. I, I seen this little line right here on my on the alpha and it was like 3.2 miles and I was like oh it, I just had this one little line on my alpha uh, the antenna with the browning and then the uh the the ground plane antenna had all this stuff and it was like and I was like holy crap I, I did, did a quick it measurement that bad? yeah and, when he first <laughs> called me you you said that you thought it just destroyed it I said yeah I said I said we got freaking destroyed this thing tracks seven miles and the Brownie antenna only tracked 3.2. I was like, we got obliterated. You know what I mean? When I looked at the, and I was tired, I was wet, I was loading up. And so I, I thought yesterday when I'm driving home that 
if you want to talk about making excuses for a slick tree, <laughs> I was coming up with some slick tree excuses because that was like three miles versus seven miles. I got to I got to come up with a good excuse. You know what I mean? Like that's, the that's alpha not just to like, sleep. There was right. a serious <laughs> issue here. And that was the thing. What was boggling my mind was. I never got it on my return trip. I'm like, dude, I didn't track this thing. Five, I think I told you, I said, yeah. we didn't track 500 yards on the way back in. I'm like, that, it, it's it's like, dude, I know that cat's in that tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I really, for reals, <laughs> I do, for real. <laughs> you know, I know I can track 500 yards with a Browning antenna. Why didn't it track 500 yards? And so anyways, I, I didn't look at this data till this morning when we were getting ready for this podcast. And I'm like, dude, I'm... I don't know how, but I've got to at least I'm 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 gonna be honest, I'm gonna be transparent, I'm gonna show you the data. And when I loaded it into the computer and I seen that it actually did at least it put up a fight, I was like the clouds parted. Oh wow. <laughs> like, okay, something happened with that alpha that it just didn't show it on the screen, but that alpha definitely got the points mm-hmm. and definitely put them on the screen. I should probably turn it off back on and see if they're on there. Now I kind of think that it's like one of those deals where you turn it off and you turn it back on and it shows all the tracks or something. I've seen that. Yeah. Me errors too. and stuff like that. So I kind of think that's what happened, but yeah, I was, I was definitely wheeling on the drive home that, that we had a three mile versus a seven mile blowout. And I don't, I don't, that's a whole plate of crow that I'd have to eat. I'm like, I, I don't know how long you got to eat that. <laughs> So after the first one, you get used to it. Well, I don't know. I, I, after the fifth or sixth one, you probably start liking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man. Oh, man. So, but when I got the data and I pulled it on the computer and I was like looking to figure out how I was going to display it, it wasn't as big of a brow beating as I thought. To be honest with you, I didn't even measure before our podcast. I thought it was going to be a little bit. Like I thought the Browning was going to win a couple more times, but just looking at this one, I was like, oh yeah, sometimes going to win, sometimes lose. But going through them, I mean, it's 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 clear that, you know, maybe I'd, I'd probably give it a 10%, 8 to 10% advantage is what I would say. Can you access the tracking points on this? Like how many tracking points for one versus the other? That's a good, that's a good thing. Let's, let's look at that real quick. Because I mean, like I said, the distance is an overall. So Shy did pretty good. Let's look at Shy's. That would be she a good was the one. best one, I think. Let's that's actually a really good one. So, um, let me see how many points 759 points in a distance of 28.6 miles of track, right? Versus line of sight, yeah, yeah. And so, um, 759 versus drum roll 1199 and a total of 30 and a half miles, yeah. That's hard to tell because you. you these points out here that cut out. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm but just... the tracking points are, are definitely uh, substantial. Let's more. look at another one. That's and those are both on the. They're all on a two and a half second update, right? Yeah, same collar. So same collar. Six hundred Andes versus eight ninety four. So I mean, yeah, you're yeah. talking. So so at least I called it right. Um, it's the, the let's look at Della. Five hundred points. Versus five the red one, seven ninety six eight hundred. Yeah, you're talking over twenty percent on the tracking points. Uh, on the, uh, yeah, twenty percent more points. points. Man, god dang it! You throw another cr- serving Sorry. crow on there. I mean, appreciate I'll it. Cook it up for you if you want. <laughs> that that is kind of impressive. 
that to me is the most impressive part. Yeah. The points are what do it for yep. me. The distance, like I don't care because I'm going to find them either way. <laughs> but well, and because a lot of times that distance, you know, you can have them. I've noticed when you're, you know, say you're three miles and you're losing them, picking them up, losing them, right. picking them up. A lot of times when you're looking at that distance, it's you're not actually looking at yeah real time yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? So. So to be man, you guys are gonna make me run this. I'm test sorry, again. man. I'll, I'll cook it up I, for you, but that's. I a lot. still, I still think we could be looking at. Antenna. I don't know that it's just the ground planes and the antenna. I, I, well, I would be curious to see what happens if you stick both of those on an actual metal roof. Well, you know, when they're actually. I think what I need to do next is, um, I need to just rerun it again. And I can do this, like, Jason, that's a really good way of doing it is just looking at the tracking points. Mm-hmm. Except the hard part is, is I got I can't rode those dogs like that. So I got to, maybe I'll take a couple extra collars and just strap them to my Just strap them my to pack your bars or something. And, and do it that yeah. way. Cause the top of your I, sled. Yeah. But the tracking points to me is the only way you're going to settle that. Yeah. Yeah. And and 100% that, that antenna in this situation did beat it, like, clearly. And so my question is, is again, every time you do this, my, my thought goes, well, I wonder if I took a different Browning antenna. Do you know what I mean? Is it, is it the antenna that's, that's been on my truck? And, well, and you so said that, everyone's different though. Your mm-hmm. R, what is it? Your RSA? Is that what you said? Yeah. Like it, everyone can be different. It but. just depends on how much I want to try to defend this thing. I, I, I wouldn't defend it at all. <laughs> at this point, like it never came down to one was better than the other. But all those guys that, that were like Browning, Brown, I don't know. I, I on this test, it's clearly. I mean, there's no way to call it. Clearly, the ground plane antenna wins. I kind of think this is like a football game. I would think I still stand by the fact that it's close enough mm-hmm. that if I switch positions. Maybe switched antennas. Maybe I had to trim that browning down, and maybe it just needs to be tuned. I, I I don't know where the SWR is. I don't think I cut it, so I think I need to cut another quarter inch off that antenna to get it even closer. And so I'm like, I wonder if um, a small change in the browning in the different position maybe makes it switch, and maybe then that browning would track more or not get beat as bad or whatever. I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't think I'm going to have the. I do the think a, a new antenna, you know, put a new versus new versus. Right. They were both the old one antennas. Just, they're, they're like, like oh. said, it was a customer. I don't know how old the, the other one was, but this was an antenna that was sent to me. So I know the one on oh. my truck has been on there for three years, two years, three years. And it, you know, got all the bugs and shit on the the whip and well and it i've seen it right <laughs> on your flatbed with shit piled up on top of yeah. it and you know it's not like it's been like well said, no, that cat know. is in that tree i'm telling you right now yeah. that cat is I up just, there i'm just you say unequiv- unequivocal <laughs> winner basically but like like i said i think the distance and all that they're pretty dang close it's just the fine yeah. tracking points like yep. it just it's definitely, definitely not double it's yep. not double it is not what people were out there claiming i will tell no, you that's 100 percent right yeah. not not double yeah. no no it's not but um the tracking points were almost 
you know, quite 20 quite a to bit. 30% more tracking points in the same distance. Yeah. And, and some of those points were, were that's, and that's, that's honestly five miles plus that's if there is an advantage. And, and, and again, if I was an engineer, which I was at one point and I want, I would duplicate this and then I would duplicate this and I would duplicate it. And if I could reproduce this five times, right. Then I would clearly say, and I'd, I'd be a salesman and be like, Nope, the Santana's better. Okay. One test, one day. It was as fair as I could make it, and I'm going to call them the winner. Like, I'm going to call that ground plane antenna the winner because that's what we, we're seeing. But one test, one day is is not the way for me to confidently say. scientific. Yeah. You, you don't just go and go, oh, yeah, we just, we, just, we just skated by this one time. I'd be like, no, let's redo it, and then let's redo it, and let's redo it. And if you consistently, over five or ten, you, you, you recreate the same data then i would be like absolutely i mean at some point i'd, I'd be tired of getting a freaking bloody nose because i'd be like well you yeah. know what i mean like it, it just keeps losing i i kind of think that if i it'd be like rocky bebo <laughs> let's try it again <laughs> rocky five right right exactly rocky five rocky six rocky seven you know what i mean well the eight or nine i'll be like okay we, we're just done but the the true story is you can buy them either one um, we, we are selling both of them. I'm kind of with James. I am not riding around. My wife specifically asked me to take that antenna off my truck when we went to town because she's like, <laughs> she look like a tinfoil hat wearing crazy person. You definitely attract, you already attract some attention with the dog box in the back, mm-hmm. but man, when you put that antenna up on top, you definitely, it's like those guys that are real in the ham. Oh, oh yeah. Come on now. You can see a little through. Corolla rolling around with like, his I mean, off the roof. <laughs> More into ham radio yeah, than yeah, you I'm are, not, buddy. I'm not like into it. Antennas on the house. license plates. <laughs> you can see their license plates, yeah. their call sign. Oh yeah, seven yeah, CAQ. Yeah. I'm like, yep. There's there's a guy. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what you kind of look like. And so, if that's important to you, I'm, I'm we're making fun <laughs> of you, but power on. I don't care. Like I, I honestly, I do not care if if that's what you like and and the performance shows you that that's a better setup great like i'm just not gonna i'm, I'm gonna be happy to take it off. what i know is if i'm five miles away from my dogs i'm not gonna probably sit there in the truck and wait for fine points i'm gonna yeah. get closer yeah there's real life application um, here that they're both yeah like you're gonna even. it gets to a point where it's like oh yeah i picked them up five miles away and then you're gonna be driving as fast as you can drive to get closer right. um I wouldn't really necessarily care about those finer points at that long. Yeah. Distance. I just want to know about oh, where they are and how to get closer to them. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though. Like I said, they bolted a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. I think that those both did like better than they would do in my country for sure. And knowing where you're, knowing where you're hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say, but was it where you took me? Last time with the engineers, with the engineers, yeah, okay, with the doctor engineers. Then I know right where you were, and that is pretty gnarly ground. Yeah, really. I mean that's it's rough country in there. I'm really surprised that in that spot that it worked that far. Yeah, that's super surprising knowing the ground. But I didn't. I noticed when we were in there on sleds, uh, I could track my dogs further with regular handheld than I could yeah. in most places. And I don't know if it's just because you're up above everything or what the deal is, but it does seem like it's a really good spot. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm, I was surprised. I wasn't expecting the seven miles. I wasn't, you know, when I put the dog, I thought if I, if I were to, 
to gamble ahead of time, I would have told you 3.2, 3.5 miles is where I probably would have lost them. I wouldn't have, I didn't on this, on this, when I kicked these dogs out here at like five, six miles or whatever it was, I thought I was well out of range. I, I honestly didn't, didn't expect, expect to, to pick, pick them up. up right there. I was like, oh, I'll start them here. So, so we can rode them into range kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to rode them into range and apparently they just drilled it at, at that five miles, whatever that was. And, and all That's of crazy. the dogs, it wasn't, it was, you know, 4.5 miles. You know what I mean? It was all the dogs, just every one of them. Coming yeah. Right all of them. Time. Right there. So I think it was some of that was coming around a ridge and it's more of the topography, the, the mountains and the terrain. More of that, I think is what's driving most of this data. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause your truck was at a lower elevation, correct? Is it about it? The uh, in this area, it would be or on this part. It would be um, down here. It would be the same. This would be the same. Okay. This would be probably a little bit lower. So I, I was same, and then this drops down, and then this climbs way up over through here. And so I came up, you know, maybe a a thousand foot higher here, and come down, and then come back up around. So, but the I, farthest points are good line of sight from your truck at that point. Like yeah, up yeah, and they, down in elevation. I, but I, good. Went, I, I started at a good level. There was no major hill climbs but there was definitely some i mean i went from almost no snow to uh four foot of snow you know what i mean so i, I had definitely elevation gains sure. that um at least the snow was was way different you know I'd, I'd get down to um patchy snow versus really deep snow so yeah it, it was I, I felt like it was a good test i kind of felt like it wasn't gonna be uh, i i didn't expected to do as good either one i'm honestly i was like when i when i seen the data i was like wow i i should have gone further you know what <laughs> i mean maybe i should have gone 10 or 15 miles out but i i don't know i Anyways. don't think there's a guy out here that expects to get more than seven miles or needs to i mean really like you're not gonna let your dogs get that far away are you yep so um the antenna that we're talking about is on dusupply.com uh, it's it's the triple mount with the magnet. Triple mag mount. Triple mag mount with um the ground planes. You can take those ground plane radials out. You know they're they're put in there by set screws. I firmly believe that you can run that antenna without the ground planes, and it would act just like this Browning. So I think you know James, you're talking about how how goofy it looks. Maybe what you do is you run that antenna, but you you keep the Allen and the and the, the the ground planes on, and so when you're out in the woods and you're you're not there, nobody around, nobody looking at nobody's you. <laughs> nobody's watching you. You can sneak up there and throw those ground planes in there and and uh, and track those dogs at five miles and, and and get those fine points. And then before you come to to town or whatever, you could take them back out so nobody you know I mean like sneaking, like riding a, a moped. Um, so you could take them out you don't need to have those in there to run that antenna is what i'm basically saying Um, and the mag mount it'll work with any of the browning antennas too right if somebody wanted the browning but they wanted the triple mag mount it's an nmo you just swap absolutely right yep and we're gonna have magnet mounts without the ground plane adapter configuration we're gonna have the triple mounts with the ground plane configuration so if a guy wanted to to see for themselves, what I'm saying is, is for $108 now through January 31st, you could buy this antenna. And if you're like me and you don't want the goofy ground planes on there, you could have them behind your seat with an Allen wrench and 
literally it would take you all of like two or three minutes to throw them on if 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 you if you bought into the fact that they do better like if if you do you could easily do that and uh i think in my opinion there would be nothing wrong with that like that yeah. maybe hell that may be what i do except for i got a aluminum truck so i can't run a i yeah, have I to run a, a a fender mount or or whatever um i just can't run that antenna because of the i don't have a place to to, to strap it so it would be interesting so me if you're going out and you're testing again it I don't would want to test i want to go hunt i know and that's the worst part people joke about going hunting all the time but like i know what you mean when you go out it's tough because you do have to test and it it's not fun really you'd rather just be hunting yeah but how do you think that ground plane if it were on your snowmobile or in a vehicle without an existing like the roof of your truck is a ground plane yeah that was the um yeah like a utv or a snowmobile where there's no real ground plane i wonder what difference it would make there yeah and maybe what we should try is is just stick it on a so piece you know, of like wood. your sled box or something yeah at home you could probably do that in town somewhere mm-hmm. and just throw it on something that doesn't have a good ground and then drive a loop uh, it would be hard for me to test that on a snowmobile yeah um number one I and i thought about mounting a whip on my snowmobile like a long range trip um but i'm really worried it's gonna whap me in the back of the head when <laughs> i go through some of the stuff i go through you know what i mean like I, I really do not want, because I don't wear a helmet when I ride my snowmobile. Right. I, I should maybe, but I'm like, dude, that thing would be hurt like hell. You know oh, I mean? be out dude, it's colder than a witch's tit, and that thing <laughs> slaps you. It's right. going to hurt. Right. I'm like, I've man, been there. I'm going to get knocked out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you're going to throw something out. at the end of that trip. I guarantee it. Yeah. So I don't want to get hit in the head um, with the ground plane radials. I feel like they'd be in my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'd probably poke me and I just think it would annoy me. Um, And especially on a snowmobile most of the time, I stay closer with a snowmobile than I do with a truck. Yeah. Right. You're closer to your dog. It seems, it feels like it. You know what I mean? Because I can move faster. I can get around better. I can cut through different spots. You know what I mean? There's things, there's places I can go with a snowmobile. I can't go with my truck. Um, So it is a valid question. Um, I just don't know that yeah, I don't know that it's worth it. I don't know. What's your thoughts, James? I I don't know. You ever thought about putting an antenna on your snowmobile? No, I never have. I carry one of those uh, one of those compact portable long ranges and I I've never had that right. fail me basically. Yeah. You know, when I when I need to reach out there and get something, I grab that out of my pack and screw it on there and I can even kind of tuck it up in my windshield. Yeah. Um and stick it there and ride down the, you know, ride through the trail or whatever. And for me, it's like you say, you get too much stuff on there and then trying to get into tight spots. And I, it just, those compacts are a lifesaver for that, I think. And, you know, honestly, I think you get just as much range out of that compact, right? As long as it's not broken, you know, I can break a fair amount of them, but, um, I, I feel like you get just as much range out of one of those as you do. Yeah, too. yeah. maybe. I think um, the other thing I thought about, we need to wrap this up. I know we're running late and people are probably tired of hearing the same thing. Um, <laughs> this is what I do. I just talk over and over and over again the same thing. Pretty <laughs> I useful. A, I got a dead horse on my wall. 
Uh, I always wondered what you meant by that, but now I see it sitting up there. There is literally, it looks like Napoleon up there and a dead horse, and they put Buddy's face on it. There's a guy beating a dead horse, and they cut a little picture of my face out. That's great. And there's me beating a dead horse. It's fantastic. I need to name that horse like Fred or something. But Well, yeah, Fred. That's a no-brainer, man. You're a Rodney fan, aren't you? (laughs) Uh, So, Speaking of that, that versus a, a truck antenna, I think the coax on these truck antennas are better yeah, shielded coax for sure than the coax on those handheld antennas. And so, I think those handheld antennas, and I probably will look at maybe doing this, could probably use a better shielded coax Change to coax. improve them. Um, little things like that, and that's probably the best thing that's come out of this. Is this really made me stop and think? what contributes to it you know what i mean we we focus on that ground plane so much but really when i sit back and think i think the coax is much more important than the ground planes and there's i'd agree double shielded coax which i think that's what we're we're using Uh, you know i mean i i gotta cut one of these apart but if not i'm like hmm it makes me wonder would a would a quad shield coax or a double shielded coax that gets expensive but I'm like, I wonder if that would make. It. I mean, if, if I would think so, I would look at this and go, "There's no, there's no need for me to spend a, a ton of resources to improve what I see here. Like, there's no, there is enough with that antenna that I am totally confident I'm going to be able to keep up with my dogs, know where my dogs are, keep them safe. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wanted to get another ten or twenty percent, if a guy was really looking and trying to get that extra, I mean. 10%. You want to go 6.2 miles instead of 5.9 miles? You know what I mean? Like, right. I wonder if you change the coax. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if I was like putting on my engineering cap, I'd be like, well, maybe the coax, maybe that's where the loss is happening. I, I'm not a smart guy, but I would say coax would make a big difference. Just knowing how RF frequencies can affect electronics. You would think that the antenna is the antenna. See, and I would say that that is true on higher frequency. Yeah, so but maybe if not this was birds. higher frequency, I would absolutely be like the coax. So when we're talking about satellites, mm-hmm. uh, Elon Musk, when we're talking about dish network TV, right? you know what I mean? Like when you're running, a cat, uh, and that's normally when we talk about uh, impedance, we're talking about 75 ohm for, for dish network, right? right? It's not the 50 ohm stuff that we're using. But using if you got to run a dish network, so you got a satellite and you got to run that in a tree, and then you got to run that 250 feet, to your box in your house, yeah, you better be using that, quad shielded. That cable makes expensive. A big difference. Yeah, you, you're not just using regular, simple, cheap coax. You got to use that really expensive quad stuff. But that's in the gigahertz, so the loss happens so much faster. When you're talking about 153 megahertz, 155 megahertz, not. I mean, it's there. Loss is loss, but but it's not hard to push that type of megahertz. So so yes, you're going to see improvement. I just don't know how much improvement. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see it like you do in a dish network signal, which is like gigahertz. It's that's, um, I just, and that, I'm just spitballing here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know, but, but yeah, I, I, it does wrap my brain around this. But at the end of the day, Jason, I want to go freaking hunt. And I don't want to be, I quit Intel for a reason. <laughs> so I didn't have to think about this smart jet. You know what I mean? I could just go hunt and it's got to be good enough for me just to go hunt. And and this is James, you want to be the, the geek and go, go test. 
No, not really. Quad shield and double shield and I don't know. No. You know, if somebody wanted to invent something, I'll tell you. I'll give you every secret right here. Million dollar idea, right? Million dollar idea. And and maybe one day I'll figure this out. Um, when I was at Intel, there was a company that we used SMA a lot. Okay. So, so the thread on SMA, mm-hmm. they, I had a vendor come to me and show me these new cables. Cause we would use these really expensive. I mean, these cables, it'd be like a two foot cable, two foot SMA to SMA coax cable. And it cost about like $4,000, $5,000. Holy crap. Just one cable because it had a super low loss. Like, you know, because when we're talking about computers, we're talking about gigahertz. You know what I mean? We're talking about high speed shit, which has a really high loose. It loses its its power really quickly. So you got to have a really good cable. They had, and, and again, this is 12 years ago. They had a quick connect SMA. It was like a, it was like a sleeve. If you, if you remember those old push on TV coaxes, you know, you push them on. Like the old TV. Oh, like the old RCA. Yep, like, the old RCA. Yeah, it was like audio little, in, audio out. It was kind of like that, but it had like a, or, or you know, another good example is like a water. You know, like a quick water connect, hose, quick a, connect. A quick connect air. water or air. It was kind of like that where it, it had the threads, but you could slide it over the SMA and then the sleeve would come over it and clamp them down. Okay. If we could make an antenna with sweet. that connector. So your, so your, your truck antenna was like quick connect SMA, just Yep. clip and um like where it would push on and hold on with friction and then you could push and then you release. could have a good 14 inch flexible or whatever yeah that did the same thing over the sma and clamp down yeah dude i've been looking for that ever since well that makes that's sense. 10 years i've been looking for that the problem was is those ones because they were like um they were patent pending and patent or whatever and i was like I remember it cost an extra like fifteen hundred dollars per connector to do that, That's and insane. I don't think Hound guys are going to be like, "Yeah, give no. me an extra you know, two thousand dollars." No, but think connects. about how much technology. Like you're from that world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Think of the the cost of technology and how it depreciates over time. It's yeah. crazy. Like now, it might make sense. I've looked. I haven't seen it, but and it's like I don't have. And I'd probably get my ass sued by that. Whoever that was, I don't remember what cable company it was, but <laughs> I know I know how it works. It was a very simple idea. Yeah. But it's the patent part of it that they would just come in and just like kick me in the teeth. But I I remember, you know, in Intel, I mean, dude, we'd spend two hundred thousand dollars on cables. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, we just need these cables. And so we were like, yeah, throw them quick connects on for thousand. You know, cost two thousand dollars right. extra to do these quick connects. But it was just so much better than threading on a connector. Thread yeah, it off, no, you just it, clip it on. So it would slide on easily, right? Yep. And then it would secure. And then so and it had, had a little a sleeve, release. a little sleeve that just slid over. So it's kind of like to an hold air, it in place, like the water or the air hoses. It's, it's like just the, like an air nozzle. It's like kind of like that. Inch. Yep. And that makes total sense. It was badass, and mm. I still think of this to this day. I'm like, Dude, so smart guys out there listening, radio geeks, we'll sell it, man. <laughs> we we'll need sell that. It. But it'll be worth your while. Yeah, if you could, if you design that SMA connector that was cheap enough that we could, we want to buy them for a dollar. We <laughs> won't even tell whoever got the patent and where they came from. <laughs> right, right. We need to spend a dollar fifty, not fifteen hundred yeah. per connector. Move you know? the decimal point on that. Yeah, a couple. And uh, 
But that would be so badass compared to these. I, I don't like the quick connects. You know, those BNC quick connects everybody has. They fall apart. They, they not wear great. out. I mean, they physically wear out. The the loss you have in that connector. It it you right. know if you're working about range. If you're looking at this range and you're throwing a quick connect on it, you're shooting. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, that's what I say. But but these the ones that were done with the SMA, there was no loss on them. Because that's it's why a we solid like them. connection. It's not just a wiggly. It was the same connector. It was the same. It just you just didn't thread it on. Yeah, you didn't get it the play. clamped on the threads, and so it had the threads, but it had little grooves in there that clamped into those threads. That makes total and sense. It was it was awesome, and maybe one day we'll do it. But I always, <laughs> I'm like that. The next wheel that needs reinvented. <sighs> yeah. So, anyways, there you go, James. Million dollar idea. It won't be a, maybe a maybe a couple thousand dollar idea. Perfect. So, all right. Anything else? We've kind of hammered these antennas. This is part three. This is the final part. I am not doing a retest. <laughs> I'm just going to take my loss. I'm going to sprinkle some pepper on this crow. Maybe I'm gonna try some of that barbecue. What what kind of barbecue? <laughs> like good barbecue, Dave's barbecue. Some some kind of good I'd barbecue to put like on there. Jerk chicken. It'd be about the same. Yeah, burnt. <laughs> burnt. And uh, we'll call it good. All right, James. Perfect. Jason. It was Alrighty, nice to hear we'll from you guys James on the sure. podcast. You actually got to talk on this one. Yeah, yeah I actually Brad spoke this time. James can get a word. <laughs> let, you, let you tell a story. All right, guys. All right, guys.